Welcome to the Wise Up Texas podcast. Wise Up Texas is a nonpartisan nonprofit empowering and educating Texas South Asians to be informed voters and partake in civic engagement. You can visit our website, wiseuptexas.org, and find us on all social media platforms. This is Zohaib Qadri, Wise Up Texas board member and today's host. I um, also want to plug in that the last day to register to vote is October 5th. Early voting will go from October 13th to the 30th, and election day is November 3rd. Um, today, we have a very, very, very special guest, uh, Ms. Sharon Hirsch. Um, she's running for the Texas House District 66. Thank you for having me. I really appreciate it. Such a great opportunity in these crazy times to be able to talk to, talk to people and get our message out. Yeah, of course. No, really appreciate it. And I was super excited when um, they told me I'd be uh, interviewing you. I, I, I read as much as I could about you, read as much about the district. Um, so I guess to get it started off, um, why why run for uh, election this up in the 2020 cycle for, for Texas mm -hmm. House? Um, well, first of all, I was the nominee in 2018. Mm -hmm. um, I was running as an education candidate. I was disappointed in the uh, representative that we had and uh, believed he was not focusing on the issues that were important to our community in particular, and I'm sure you could tell from my biography, uh, public education. Uh, while we were working with the school district, we were, we were seeing this um, lack of support from our representative when it came to funding our schools, and um, I thought we could do better. So in 2018, I decided to put my name on the ballot. Um, I didn't have very, you know, much money in the in the campaign. Um, we were considered a historically strong uh, Republican district, and a lot of folks didn't think that we had a chance of winning. But um, I had made a lot of investments in the community, and I um, really felt strongly that elections should be about choices. And for too long, we didn't have in Collin County any choices. We had too many uncontested races. So I ran, we ran a wonderful campaign. Um, my children were all involved. They were you know, heavily involved in the campaign volunteering, my husband and a core group of friends. And we came within 391 votes of winning the seat. So it was very close. It was a disappointing loss, but the important thing was that we had made a lot of progress we had shown um, folks that we could win in Collin County. And so it wasn't too much longer after, after the election was over when I said, you know, we're gonna do this again. So we took a short break and then got back at it uh, last spring. What are some issues you're running on, uh, you know, this time around? Well, sure. Uh, like I said, primarily I got involved because of public education. And this is gonna be a really difficult year um, in the, in, Austin when it comes to budgeting. So I wanna make sure that uh, we continue to prioritize our public schools. Uh, we can't afford to go backwards. Uh, the kids have really suffered, especially with uh, being out for such an extended period of time with COVID. So we need to make sure that we are supporting our, our students and our teachers and the staff and make sure our schools are um, fully funded. Uh, we need to, um, do what we can to expand Medicaid access to um, more individuals in Texas. You know, 37 states have already passed Medicaid expansion under the Affordable Care Act, and uh, Texas is not one of those. We have the highest rate of uninsured individuals in the country. And to me, that's really unconscionable. So we could, we could um, 
potentially have about a million and a half more Texans have health care if we expanded Medicaid. We would bring federal dollars to the table um, that we we are desperately going to need in this difficult mm -hmm. uh, budget cycle. And uh, we would help reduce the uncompensated care costs that many of our um, healthcare providers and hospitals are experiencing. Um, I think it'll be an opportunity to uh, pass some reasonable um, gun safety, uh, gun safety bills. There's some uh, consensus among Texans that we could um, shore up our background checks, uh, make sure we close loopholes, and then possibly enact uh, red flag laws that would just temporarily take guns out of the hands of folks that are a danger to themselves and to others. Those are those those um, have a lot of support in Texas. And then ultimately, one of the biggest um, obligations that legislature will have this time, this cycle, is redistricting. You know, every 10 years we have a census that determines what our congressional uh, delegation will be, and the state will have the responsibility of redrawing the um, state uh, house and senate and state board of education um, districts. And given the amount of growth that we've seen in North Texas, this is especially important issue to those of us in this in this area. We expect to pick up two additional congressional seats. And I am a, a strong supporter of fair maps. You know, we've seen both Democrats and Republicans uh, gerrymander and try to uh, draw districts that are uh, uh, to their advantage, to keeping their party in power. And I truly believe that we need to make sure that people are picking their representatives and that representatives are not choosing their voters. So um, that's a lot to, to do in a very short cycle, in 140 days. Um, so I'm looking forward to getting down to the hard work. Um, no, but very well said, especially that last part about gerrymandering. I mean, I'm sure you're aware of like, you know, Texas's second congressional district, how gerrymandered that is, or the 7th or the 25th. And, uh, you know, I think it's important to put, you know, folks in, you know, much like yourself, who will, will make sure that we have we have our maps. Mm -hmm. um, so if, if you don't mind, um, your district, District 20, uh, 66, has a heavy South Asian population. Mm -hmm. So what would you want to tell your South Asian uh, listeners today mm -hmm. about yourself and, and, and your race? Yeah, well, one of the really exciting things in 2018 was we had an opportunity to meet and uh, a lot of the South Asian community. I mean, they uh, came out and were so excited and so interested in getting involved. And so there were some key folks who became leaders and uh, brought a broad coalition of the community together. And they were very interested in being educated on the political process and how things work in local politics because it's something a lot of people don't pay very much attention to. Mm -hmm. So we have the opportunity to go into so many homes and to have events uh, with folks and get to know each other. And uh, it, was, it was wonderful. And you know, the issues that I brought up about education and healthcare and, and gun safety, those are all issues that were very important to the South Asian community as well. And so I felt very strongly that we had um, made a very good connection and, uh, and we have um, quite a few people that are working on our behalf this cycle as well. So I want people to know that their vote is really important. You know, um, the vote from the top of the ticket to the bottom, every one of those races impacts you in some way. You may not have a direct 
um, a direct relationship with you know the judicial the courts or something like that but they do impact the folks in your community so i, I really want to tell people that um, for one i'm going to be a representative that will admit to the things that i don't know i will be committed to learning and that i will always have an open mind and an open door because um, i believe that we are all lifelong learners um, you mentioned that I got my um, degree from the University of North Texas, and I was 59 years old when I got that degree. I started at age 55. I didn't have the opportunity to go to college right out of high school. Uh, I got a, went to a business school and got a, a one-year certificate, went to work as a secretary. But um, I am very committed to learning, and education is super important to me. And um, I'll be one of those people who will really truly be out in the community um, and be seen and make sure that everyone knows that I um, am always there to listen. Okay, perfect. Uh, my next question for you is that who inspires you, um, whether it be an elected official or another candidate who's you know currently running? Is, is there anyone specifically who, who might inspire you in the in the political world? Um, I don't know so much in the political world. Um, there are, I, I believe that there are a lot of wonderful public servants and they aren't necessarily the ones that get the limelight. They're the ones that do the hard work behind the scenes. You know, we have so many departments uh, in the state and in the, in the federal government that, um, you know, do so much uh, work that they're unheralded. So I really respect them, but you know, my, my parents had a really hard scrabble life. Um, it was tough for them. They, uh, my dad fought in World War II. Uh, their parents were you know, not well off, but they taught us um, the importance of working hard and um, to love our family. And I have a very close-knit family. I have three sisters and a brother. Uh, my parents are past um, and I miss them but they uh, instilled that in me and my own children and my husband. They're so inspiring, the work that they do, uh, they're kind people, they're hardworking people. Um, and I have two granddaughters now, uh, seven years old and three years old, and um, I want the future to be right for them as well. Um, I've seen the challenges that my kids have faced that you know are different from what we faced. And um, I'm just looking forward to doing work that will make the world a better place for all of them. Okay, great. Um, well, is there anything else that you would like to add that, that I haven't asked you during this interview? You know, just to remind people that you hold an incredible amount of power in your vote. Uh, when I lost it by 391 votes, um, there are 41 precincts in my district, 42 now, but 41 last time. If 10 additional people would have voted for me in each one of those precincts, I would be here and you'd be interviewing me as representative Hirsch, right? <laughs> so you have a tremendous amount of power and you have an obligation, you know, to, to understand how things work in your community, to be part of your community. And I just want to let people know to never give up that power. It is super important. You want to be the ones that control the narrative in your community. And if you don't vote, uh, you're letting it, somebody else make those decisions. So I really you know, encourage everybody to get involved um, and then to be an inspiration for your friends and neighbors. Uh, when we can't go out and see people 
we need you to use your, your influence. Uh, we're calling it relational organizing and it's super important this time around that um, you know you commit to get 10 people to the pol polls, uh, drive them there, have lunch, uh, you know, make it, make it an event and celebrate um, participating in our democracy. Okay, very cool. And, and how can listeners learn more about you and your campaign? Well, thank you for asking that. Um, uh, my website is SharonForTexas.com. It's Sharon and then the number four, TX.com. I have a great website that my son built and maintains and it's wonderful. Uh, we have many endorsements, many uh, testimonials on there, lots of information on the issues. Um, and I invite you if you want to volunteer, um, donate, uh, you have the opportunity to do all of that on the website. And then um, if you see something you wanna talk about, my phone number is there, my email is there. I would love to visit with you um, about what concerns you, what questions or questions you have, um, or you, if you just wanna visit and get to know me better. Okay, perfect. Um, well, thank you so much for being on today. Uh, that's our interview for, t for today. Uh, just another friendly reminder that the last day to register is October 5th. Early voting is from October 13th to the 30th, and election day is November 3rd. Wise Up Texas is a nonpartisan and nonprofit organization, but we welcome interviews with candidates and political leaders who want to reach out to our South Asian followers. Wise Up Texas does not endorse any candidates or political party, and you can find a recording of this podcast on most platforms where podcasts are available and select episodes will air on Radio Zod in the DFW. Thanks for listening. Get educated, get wiser, and start giving a hoot with Wise Up Texas. Thank you for tuning in today.